Welcome to the Life Church St. Peter's Message of the Week. We hope you're encouraged by today's message and encounter God's heart through it. To find out more about us, visit lifechurchstpeters.com. Thank you for him, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Stephen Newton. Thanks, guys. Good morning. How's my volume? Is it good? Is my volume good? good. Okay. Guys, I'm so excited to be here this morning. Um, This is an exciting day because uh, we're dedicating babies today. Isn't that awesome? Um, I was talking uh, yesterday with uh, Joe Fish and Kayla Sifuentes, and we were talking about babies, and Kayla was telling me like she loves toddlers, and I'm like, man, I just love babies, you know? Because babies, um, I'm going to be honest with you guys, babies are my favorite people group. Babies, um, babies are cute, right? Babies are cute. Uh, babies are sweet. I've never been on my way home from work on 270 and a baby come tailgate me and yell at me. That's, that's never happens. Um, and, and, ba- and here's another thing that's awesome about babies. Um, if it's your baby or you're related to the baby or if it's your friend's baby, you can cuddle that baby. You know, babies are cuddly. Um, cute, sweet, cuddly, but most of all, uh, and I can speak from experience, they're an absolute gift. They're a gift from yes. God. You know, so this morning, this is what I want to do. Um, I'm going to give a testimony of it's mine and Heather's testimony, but from a father's point of view, I'm going to speak on a father's love forward slash the father's love. Okay. Um, and what I love about testimonies, the Hebrew word for testimony is a And it means anybody know, yell it out, do it again. It means do it again. Not just do it again, but it means do it, do it again with the same power and authority as before. So when we give our testimonies and we testify of God's goodness, we are, we are uh, partnering with Holy Spirit. We are partnering with the spirit of prophecy. And we're prophesying over the people that hear, saying he can do it again. In fact, he will do it again. Okay? Is there something this morning that, um, that you're believing for? Is there something that, that you've heard God say yes to and you're still waiting? This is, this is the day, Beautiful. all right? I'm going to prophesy this over you. So this is, I would encourage you this morning to grab a hold of this and take it as your own, okay? And it, and it doesn't have to be just believing for a baby or for a pregnancy. It could be anything that you've heard a yes to, that you're holding on to, okay? So a lot of you know this. A lot of you are here. If you were here and you walked through this with Heather and I, raise your hand. Yes, come on. Um, which is awesome. So there's a lot of you that haven't, so I'm excited to tell you this. Um, six and a half years ago, God put a dream in Heather and mine's heart. And <clears throat> here's another thing, too. If it looks like I'm crying at any time, I'm not, okay? The, sun, the sun's going to get in my eyes probably a couple times, all right? Um, so God put a dream in our heart to have a little girl or to have a baby, right? We didn't know if it was a boy or a girl. We just knew we wanted a baby, right? And so about a year into this, this journey, uh, still no baby, okay? And so we, we go to the doctor, and the doctor says, listen, uh, you guys are trying to have a baby. Um, this is why it's not happening. And um, it's slim chance of having a baby, but good luck. Don't, you know, don't quit. Don't stop. And we're like, okay. So what we did was we came here to this house, to our church family, and we said, Listen, y'all, this is, we have this dream um, that's in our heart. And what I love about the last line of this church's vision statement, it says to help 
to make people's dreams come true. We had a dream in our heart to have this baby and it wasn't working out. And so you guys, you guys, our family, you prayed with us. You prayed for us. You held our arms up when we were too discouraged to do it. Um, and so every month, for 60 months in a row, we're taking pregnancy tests and they're coming up negative. And so, uh, and, and, I, and I had so much anxiety from these tests, right? So I, we would go, we, we would take this test and, and it got to the point where Heather, um, she couldn't read the test anymore. She would leave it in the bathroom for me to see because, you know, after a while of seeing that, the thing that you know you've got a yes, but after a while of, of seeing what looks like a no, it kind of discourages you a little bit. And so I would go, I would go into the bathroom and I would look down and I would see uh, the lines, uh, you know, and so I'm like, okay, there's a line and um, is that a second line? And I'm holding up to the light and I would almost try to will that second line to be there, right? So much anxiety and stress over this, this little piece of plastic. Um, So about, uh, and so we would come here and we would pray and, and you guys would pray for us. Um, and so many times I remember putting my hand on her stomach and someone else's hand over my hand, praying uh, for fertility. You know, so many different hands, so many different people praying for us. One day um, I was like, look, I've just, I've got too much anxiety from these tests. And Heather and I agreed on this. Um, uh, hopefully this is your first dad joke you're gonna hear of the day. Um, what has two thumbs and needs a pregnancy test for dummies? This guy right here. This guy. So we got, we got the one that says pregnant or not pregnant, you know, in words. So easy to read. No more lines. Um, and also we decided, too, we were like, listen, um, we're not getting any younger. We're five years now into this walk, into this trying to make this happen. We're not getting any younger. We don't want to, uh, you know... Um, our kid graduate high school and her friends be, oh, sweet, you brought your grandparents. You brought your grandparents. <laughs> um, and so we went to the doctor again. We went to the doctor again and uh, the doctor, um, we were like, listen, we, we gotta do something. We gotta make this happen. And so we did this little procedure, um, just uh, an IUI. I say we, um, but it was my wife, right? But husbands, check this out. How many of you know that when your wife goes through something, you go through that thing too, yeah. right? Come on, listen, <laughs> the, the notion that marriage is 50-50 is a lie from the front door of Hades, y'all. It's 100% give all the time. The Bible says, husbands, love your wives like Jesus loved the church. How much did Jesus love the church? How much did he give? He gave up everything, right? It's 100% give all the time. Anyway, so, it's, so we're going through this thing and we do this little uh, this procedure and we, we come home and, um, and then... And then uh, we go and she takes the test and I go in the bathroom and I look down and it says not pregnant. But I'm holding on to this yes, you know? I'm holding on to this. I'm like, I know what's gonna happen. And so I go out and I go into the bedroom and I say, she knows, before I even say anything, she can see my face and so she knows what's coming. And she says, uh, or I say, look, it's not right now, babe, but he's good. We know he's good and we know what we heard. Um, we know that he's, he said yes to this. And, and she was like, yeah, I know. And then, you know, we would cry a little bit and then go about our day. I remember having uh, uh, my quiet times. Um, I would come down um, at like 5.30 in the morning when this all began. And I was like, God, um, I, would you give us a baby? I want a baby. 
and I heard him say, I want that for you too. And I was like, oh, are you kidding me? That's amazing. And so I'm holding on to this yes, okay? So the next month, I, and I'll never forget this for the rest of my days, um, I'm about to get up for work and I reach over and Heather's not there and I'm like, where's my wife? And she's, she's already taken the test and she's coming out of the bathroom. And she said, all right, I left it in there. And I said, all right, cool, cool, okay. I'm gonna go in there. And so I go in there to get ready for work. And uh, I look down, y'all, and it says pregnant. And I did this, you know, I'm like, thank you, God, and thank you. And I, it took everything inside of me not to yell out in joy, right? So I'm like, all right, be cool, be cool, Breeze. Just be cool as a fan. You don't want to give this away because I didn't want to just come out of the bathroom and be like, hey, babe, hey, you're pregnant. You know, I don't want to, I want her to see with her own eyes this promise fulfilled, this yes. I wanted her to see this. And so I walk out and the first thing I can think of, that this is dumb, but I was like, hey, I don't understand what this says. And she says, and she says, uh, uh, did it not work? <laughs> Can't you read? She said, oh, did it not work? And uh, so I'm like, oh, here, you look. And I handed it to her. And she says, are you kidding me? And then she's from, I don't know how she did this, but she's sitting on her, on her butt, and she went straight to her knees like that, like a ninja and a quickness. And then out of her mouth, out of her mouth came the most beautiful sound that I had ever heard up to that point in my life. She began to laugh. Years, five years of, of heartbreak and hopelessness sometimes and tears erased in a second yes. with laughter and joy. I, yes. I foresaw so many, um, like I was like, okay, this is how we're going to react when we finally see it. Because I knew it was going to be a positive eventually, right? I knew it. I knew it. Because he is good and I knew it. So I was thinking, like, our response when that finally happened was going to be, we were going to fall on our faces, and we were going to, you know, worship, but y'all, it didn't. It was, she's laughing, and then I'm laughing and crying, I'm crafting, which is, <laughs> and, and we get up and we're dancing, and then we're, the first thing we thought was this, we got to come here and tell our family, yeah. these people that stood with us yeah. and supported us, we got to tell them. You guys, were you here for that? Does, who was it? Raise your hand if you're here for that. Man, so we come here and... And I stood up at the front, and I'm super nervous, and, and I said, uh, I said, we're going to have a baby. And what I thought was going to happen was people were going to say, oh, yeah, that's awesome. God is good all the time. You know, and it was going to be <laughs> one of those things, but it wasn't. This entire room erupted, and this wall of praise and rejoicing, the sound hit me. Greg jumps up out of his seat, and he comes running up here. He was basketball player height of a jump. It was, it was a celebration, and it was beautiful, right? And that meant so much to us. And still, we still think about it and cry about it because of how beautiful it is. Because this church, this family, we want to help people's dreams come true. And sometimes God will put a dream in your heart, and sometimes it seems like that dream isn't being fulfilled. That yes hasn't happened yet. I'm so thankful that God didn't. So whenever we said, God, we want a baby, and he said a yes immediately, okay? We didn't see the fulfillment for, you know, five years. And then in that time, when I'm asking God, please deliver us from infertility, he's developing us to be better parents, right? Yes. So yes. we're for five years being developed by the father to be a father like him, yes. all right? Um, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> um, so, uh, 
So anyways, we're pregnant. And I'm like, okay, I got nine months to get, man, I want to be a good dad. Okay. I want to be the best. I unfortunately don't have, didn't really have a, a great father figure. You know, my dad left when I was two. Then I had a stepdad. He was mean. I was, I've been a stepson my whole life. And, and I'm like, I don't, I don't have an earthly example. Um, all I have is this, all right? This is all I got. Um, and so, so yeah, amen. And so I'm, I'm just pouring through this and I'm like, okay, show me how to be a father through this. And then I'm reading other books. I read uh, the entire internet. I read the entire, um, we, went to a, we went to a class and learned how to um, save a baby. You know, we just, uh, parenting class or whatever. And then, um, and then here's the day, the day that she's born. And one of the things that I've learned through all my readings from the entire internet and all that was that how important it was when a baby is born, immediate skin to skin contact, right? You, they, the baby's born, they put the mom, or put the baby on the mom. Yeah. And what that does is it regulates heart rate and body temperature and oxygen levels in the, in the blood. And so I'm like, yes, okay, cool. This is important. And I'm thinking this. And little Sybil is being born. And I'm thinking the whole time while the doctors are doing their thing, I'm like, don't you forget the skin to skin, y'all. Don't you? I mean, this is important. Don't forget the skin to skin. I didn't say that to them, but I was thinking that. And so she's born. And they lay her on, on Heather. And we cry and we laugh. Um, and then they say... Dad, you want to hold your daughter? And I said, give me that baby. And I ripped, I ripped my shirt off. And I, and I snatched that little girl. I did. And I sat down in this chair. And I began to sing over her. Right? Zephaniah 317 says, I will rejoice over you with singing. The first step in my mind of being a good dad was to do what my father does to me. Do what he does to us, and he sings over us with loud singing, yes. right? Beautiful. The halls of heaven echo right now with his voice as he sings over you. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that yes. amazing? Yes. And so we get her home, and, uh, and so I'm like, okay, I, I took a month off of work so that I could bond with her and help Heather. Um, and so what I did was every morning in my quiet times, I would bring her down, um, and she would, and I would, I would have her. I would have her um, in my arms during my quiet times. And, uh, and I would thank God for her, and I would sing over her, and I would just, I would speak scripture over her. Um, and I would just look at this little girl, and I'm like, oh my goodness, God, I love her so much. Thank you for this amazing gift. And I would remember the walk that we had, and then I would become thankful, and then I would become joyous. So this is it. It's remembrance of his goodness brings upon thankfulness, which always leads to joy every single time. That's, that's the formula. I don't know why it just happens that way. And so I'm like, God, I love this baby. And he said, the way you feel about her is just a fraction of how I feel about you. And I'm like, what? How can you love me this much? That is, you are so good. And good luck having, like, playing worship music in our house for that first month because like anything that come up like God is so good and we're like oh you are so good you know and it's like we we were just waterworks like not I'm surprised I didn't get dehydrated for how much I was crying over his goodness right and so um how am I doing on time am I good awesome. okay and so I'm thinking all right I want to be the best dad that I can I want to be the best father that I can like I was saying the only example that I have is our father in heaven 
that's all I, yeah, that's all I got. And, and that's the best, I think, the best example that we have. Um, the Bible is very clear on our relationship to him. I wrote this down because I didn't want to, I usually don't do notes, but this, I feel like today was so important. I didn't want to miss anything. Um, God is our father. We are his children. In fact, he is identified as our father like 265 times in the Bible. Um, Most of those are in the New Testament. The reason why is because through Christ, we have a new identity as adopted children of God. Yes. We bring up uh, Romans eight fifteen. The spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. This is who we are. We are sons and daughters of the king. This is our identity. And he's not just um, our father, but he's a really good father. He's a really good father. He embraces uh, the prodigal as well as the prodigal's brother, right? Um, Luke 15, 20. Do we have that? Oh, I can see it right there. So you guys know the, the prodigal, the prodigal son. Uh, he's, he's like, Dad, give me all my, give me my half. I'm out of here. I'm going to go do my own thing. And so he says, all right, I love you. Here you go. And he takes it and he squanders it. He spends it on, you know, just whatever. He wastes his money. And he gets to the point where, man, I am, I've got nothing left. I'm starving. I'm over here eating pig slop. But he remembers his dad's servants. If I could just be a servant of, of my father, if I could just be uh, under his authority, I'll be okay. And so he decides, all right, I'm going to go to him. I'm going to beg him. I'm just like, Father, please let me be your servant. So he got up and he went to his father. But while he was still, still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. And he ran to his son. He threw his arms around him and he kissed him. Then the son, the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. He was still a long way off, which tells you that he was sitting by the window watching for his son. He's, he's always got his eye on us. He's always, his heart is always t- postured towards, towards us. And he sees him from a long way off. And, he, and his, his son runs up to him and he says, give him the best robe and put this ring on him, right? And it's not, you know, like, it's not costume jewelry. It's not just a ring to look cool. It's a signet ring. It represents, this is who you are in this household. You have this yes. authority. You have the same authority that I do. Yes. You, ha- you have the same power that I do. You are my son. Mm-hmm. And that is his heart towards us, right? That's how good he is, that we have that same authority that he's given us because he loves us, yes. you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Number three, he goes after every one of his children pursuing a relationship. And, the, you know, this story of the, uh, the lost sheep, that he will leave the 99 to go after the one. And whenever he gets to that one, he brings him back on his shoulders and he celebrates with the town. He's, he's, here he is. I found him. He is saved. And that is his heart towards us. Um, and this is probably like one of my favorites. Uh, he provides for us and he cares for us. 
Um, I, I love whenever I'm holding Sybil and uh, she falls asleep in my arms and I sit there and I just look at her. And I've memorized every dimple and I've memorized every little line on her face. Sometimes she gets baby zits that babies get. <laughs> and I'll memorize those and they're fleeting, but I'll memorize them while they're there. The one thing that I haven't done is I have no idea how many hairs are on her head. I don't, right? But check this out. God has memorized us. He's memorized everything about you. He knows your face whenever you, get, you, you see something exciting and you get joyous. He knows the amount of tears that you cry when you're sad. Um, he has memorized you. And um, if, what's our next verse? It is Matthew 10, 29, 31. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside of your father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. It's not just that he knows how many hairs are on your head. But he knows that this one's one, and this one's two. This one, they are numbered. This is, he has memorized you because he is so in love with you. And his heart is postured towards you, towards you because yes. he's a good father. Yes. He is so good. Um, and he wants to spend eternity with you. He wants to spend the rest of your life here on earth and, the, and all of eternity with, with you. Yes. John 3.16, he still loved the world that he gave his only son, his, his unique, his one-of-a-kind son, so that whoever believed in him would not perish but have everlasting life, right? God made us for family. Whenever he created Adam and Eve in the garden, he created them to be his earthly family. And um, what happened is, as you know, they disobeyed. There was this rift, this, this barrier of sin between us and God. And God has set God on a mission that I just want my kids back. I want to get my kids back. I want to walk in the garden with them again. That's what he wants. And so he sent his son to die for us, to take our place on the cross, to take um, all of my sin on him yeah. and so that we can have, be in that right standing with him yeah. so, that we can, so that we can go before him and worship him. Yes. Um, he just wants his kids back, right? And uh, so I'm sure that, that one day that Sybil is going to, um, she's going to ask me all the questions as kids do, like, you know, why is the sky blue and What's purple made out of and you know what's what's grass made out of and all that um and there's three questions that i know that she's going to ask or at least uh, i ask still as a, as a grown man am i loved am i accepted and am i safe these are questions that we never stop asking that we ask these you know as as grown people god sent the answer to all those questions and our deepest needs when he sent Jesus, you know? In him we are enough, forever accepted and loved by our Father. John 4.14 But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. He's everything that we need. He's our daily bread. Yes. All of this, all of this, it all leads and points to Jesus. Yeah. It's all led to him this whole time. Um, this, I, I want to close with, with something um, that, I, that I did that I think is... Oh, yeah, there it is. Thanks.
Um, so uh, this is what I did. I, like I knew for a couple of months that that I was going to be uh, sharing today, and um, and I knew what I was going to be sharing on. And so what I did was I started going to just random people, um, some of them strangers, some of them that I knew, um, and I asked them this. I said, uh, I want you to tell me the first word or phrase that pops into your head whenever I say a good father or a good dad. And then these are the responses that I get from people that don't go to church. These aren't pe- these are, I made sure, you know, these weren't church people. Um, <laughs> that sounded weird. Uh, self-sacrificing, always there, hands-on, spends time with me, infinitely patient, gives me unconditional love, wants to play t-ball with me, which, you know, is, wants to be with me, always present, always there for me. Who does that, who does that sound like? Does it sound like the father? Does it sound like him? Here's the thing that is amazing to me, is that these people who don't go to church, their hearts are crying out for the love of a father that they don't even know. Yes. They, they, they don't even realize that that's what they're doing. All right? There's a world out there that, that is, they're calling for him, and they don't even realize it. And check it out. We know that that's what's going on. Yes. And we can tell them. Yes. And we can let them know, right? This here, what, we're do, what we do on a Sunday is awesome, and I love you guys, and I love worshiping the King with you guys, and I love hearing an amazing word. Um, but this is the holy huddle. This is just where we meet, and then the big games out there. That's where the Super Bowl's at, yes. right? That's where the World Series is at, and that's where church is at. Yeah. Yes. Um, revival is right now, and it's in here, and God has put it on you, and you have the tools and the gifts to share this love, yeah, the Father, yeah. with with your people out there. So here's um, the, a response to this. And this is what I'm thinking. After, later on, um, if, if you need, if you, wanna, if you want someone to pray for you, if there's something that you've been believing for, uh, that you want someone to stand with you and agree with you today, today is the day. Yeah. You've been prophesied over today. Yes. Um, and the other thing is, if you want to feel that if you want to realize the love of a father that you, you, that you haven't realized yet or you haven't received yet, it is transformative when you realize who you are in him and that he is a loving father. Yes. So if you want one of those two things uh, or both of them, I would invite you later on, whenever that time is, um, and we want to pray for you. There's an amazing prayer team that's going to pray for you. Um, and just real quick, could everybody stand up, please? Want to stand with me? Father, I thank you for this amazing room of people. I thank you that they love each other so well and that they love you. And right now, in the name of Jesus, I just speak. I speak healing over everybody in this room. I speak uh, Holy Spirit peace over everyone in this room right now in Jesus' name. Father God, I just thank you that you are increasing your, your peace and your calm and your healing in their homes. Holy Spirit, would you increase your presence and their lives. Mm. Father, I, I speak breakthrough. I confess breakthrough yes. over this room right now. There are people yes. in this room right now. I just 
you're waiting on, a, on something. You're waiting on a breakthrough. And I just confess that over you in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. We love you and we worship you. This is all for you. Everything is for you. You are worthy of all our praise and you're worthy of all of our worship. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you, guys. Thanks for checking out the Life Church St. Peter's Message of the Week. For more podcasts and additional information, visit us at lifechurchstpeters.com.